It's time to make friends with your brain. I'm Laura Rhodes Levin, licensed therapist and founder of the Missing Peace Center for Anxiety. It's true I'm a therapist, but more importantly, I struggled my whole life with terrifying anxiety. If anxiety is taking over your world, you're in the right place. Let's make friends with your brain. You deserve it. Hello, peace seekers. Welcome back to the Missing Peace podcast, your user manual for anxiety and the way that you better understand yourself, how your body's working, why it's working, and how to be in control of the emotion center and the physical self. So if you're new to the broadcast, for the last little while, we've been focusing on coming to your senses, using your five or six senses to center yourself and calm down. Because most of us want to think about our problems. And that is your frontal cortex, which is a separate part of your brain than the emotion center, than the amygdala, than the limbic system. And so let's do a little bit of understanding about why the five senses are so important. Now, sometimes I'll say five senses. Sometimes I'll say six senses. I'm referring to that extrasensory perception when I talk about your sixth sense. Um, but right now I'm focusing on the five senses. I don't know if you realize it, but your five senses are a time machine. Think about it. You could smell something and you are transported. A visual of something can trigger a memory and send you to a completely different place. Sounds, music, taste, they are all time machines that can take you back to a time that you either really love or really is, is repugnant, right? And that's how we very often get triggered in our anxiety state is we're having some sort of memory or sense idea that we're about to experience danger. This is what our emotion centers do. So I want you to realize that if a smell, a taste, a sound, a touch can take you into that dark place, then it can also get you out, right? The reverse has to be true. What gets you into the rabbit hole can also get you out of the rabbit hole. Quite often, we don't have control of the senses that we're about to experience. But once we've experienced them, we have the control to use our senses to change how we're feeling. And what often happens with the nervous system is that we, let me do a little bit of psychoeducation here. You've got your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic nervous system. Your sympathetic nervous system is the part of your brain and nervous system that get triggered when you are in danger, when you are in peril, when you have anxiety, when you are running from the lion. That triggers your sympathetic nervous system. And all of our body functions change. A lot of times when people get really nervous, they suddenly have to go to the bathroom. The reason for that is if you're about to run from a lion, you want to be as light as possible. So your body gets rid of anything excess. You also lose your appetite because if you're running from a lion, you don't have a chance to stop and eat. You also don't sleep. You have to be awake. You have to stay vigilant.
So these are usually the symptoms that people get when they are struggling with anxiety. They're not sleeping, they're not eating, their heart rates are accelerated, they're in a panic state, and their sympathetic nervous system is dominating their body. Neurofeedback actually has a really wonderful long-term impact on the sympathetic nervous system, um, but that's a whole other video that you can find on my YouTube channel. I won't go down that rabbit hole right now. But your um, senses also are wonderful ways to trigger your parasympathetic nervous system. So the parasympathetic nervous system kicks in to calm you down. That's when you start to get a little sleepy, maybe after, you know, after you've had a good cry, you're just like, I don't want to take a nap now. Um, or you just, uh, you get a little bit hungry you get sleepy, you get more relaxed when your parasympathetic nervous system kicks in. And that's what we're trying to do. When we're trying to regulate our anxiety, we're trying to activate our parasympathetic nervous system. And we do this all kinds of ways. And we're going to go over all kinds of ways in consecutive podcasts on how to trigger the parasympathetic nervous system. So today I want to focus on one of my absolute favorites, which is your sense of smell. I mean, it's sort of like Sophie's choice. How do you pick your, your favorite sense? But smell is definitely one of my favorites. Um, essential oils goes way, way, way back in time. We call it aromatherapy today. Most of us know that lavender will relax you but that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? So if you have a diffuser that sets off lavender to help you fall asleep, that's great. But if you get a different diffuser and it goes off say a half an hour later with sandalwood, it's sandalwood that keeps you asleep. We have a wonderful woman at our center named Nicholas Salter. And she is an aromatherapist. She actually has worked at the St. John's Cancer Ward in Santa Monica with aromatherapy, which is one of the original pharmacies, right? So if you're having stomach problems, maybe she's going to recommend slippery almond marshmallow. That's, that's a real thing. Isn't that a cute name for a scent? Um, or she'll recommend rosemary if you are having trouble focusing. I mean, I don't want to do Nicola's job here. She probably has a whole, um, she has myriad sense that she would fill in for all of these sensations. This is my basic information course you're getting here. But um, one of my favorites is Neroli, which we sometimes use with antidepressants. And let's understand why these uh, trigger our neurotransmitters. So I don't know if you know that our, scent of, our sense of smell is, is a compound. So our neurotransmitters actually have coding that can be unlocked by a chemical code. So when you smell something, it has a chemical code on it that goes into your nose. And if it turns the right lock, that is going to start your smelling component in your brain and it is going to trigger certain neurotransmitters. One of the best ones to explain this with is cilantro. People either love cilantro or they hate it. 
And that's because it has a chemical code that unlocks two different things for people. In some people, you've got that magic code where cilantro is delicious. And in some people, it unlocks that code that just one little piece can destroy the rest of the flavors in the entire dish. And these chemical compounds trigger the neurotransmitters in our body when it comes to our emotion centers. So that means our dopamine, our serotonin, our GABA, all those get impacted, even our melatonin, right? That's why people take melatonin to sleep. So we want to use smell to our advantage. And at our center, what we do is we have these cool little uh, aromatherapy scents that Nicola gives out to people. She devises something special for you. And you just simply untwist it. You keep it in your purse or in your pocket and you smell it. Oh. Now, I, I don't know if you sensed a change for you, but I, I felt a change for me. This is Neroli. This is one of my favorite scents. And I carry this with me. A, a lot of people, I remember I kind of felt really self-conscious when I first pulled this out. Like, what are people going to think? But, you know, people smoke cigarettes and they don't really care what people think. They don't even care if they're giving you secondhand smoke. It's what they want in the moment. I've, I've done way more embarrassing things than pull out something for my sense of smell. So, and the way these work is when you come in and you can do this for yourself, of course, too, we put the essential oil on this little cotton um, uh, component, and then you put that into the um, scent holder and you put a little cap on it to hold it in. And there you have it. Your, your ticket to calm, to focus, to um, a more relaxing tummy, all sorts of things. Think about smell and how much smell impacts us. We can, if we're missing someone, we can take a robe or a shirt or something or a blankie and smell it and, and get close with that person. Our pheromones are what attract us to people. I mean, this is how animals work. They, they don't really care what you look like. They want to know what you smell like. Smell is one of our oldest scents in the world. What's one of the most favorite gathering places? It's the kitchen. It's got all these comforting smells. People gather in the kitchen. We all have some levels of social anxiety. That's why we go to the kitchen because it smells good and it relaxes us. A way to establish camaraderie is you break bread together, right? You eat a meal together. You're eliciting your senses. You're creating a bond through that shared experience. Smell can also make you really, really uncomfortable, make you nauseous, bring back a memory that is just awful. Smell can make you spend thousands of dollars. New car smell. You get into a car that you had absolutely no plans of getting, and suddenly you have this burning desire to spend 30000 or 100000 or 20000 whatever, just because it has this new car smell. That's how strong smell is. And that's why I want you to be able to use this amazing, powerful sense to help trigger your parasympathetic nervous system, to have a tool that can always be at your fingertips. There's no reason 
why you couldn't have 10 of these different kinds of things to help you for different situations. We have different clothes we wear for different uh, situations. We wear different accessories. Smells are essential. It is your oldest scent and it is one of your best friends if you know how to bond with it and make it a part of your world. Now, I, I'm not a doctor, so I put that disclaimer on it. Um, I personally have seen seizures stop with just the smell of lemon balm. Um, like I said, don't rely on this in an emergency situation, but I've seen it happen myself. It, it stops that circuit in the brain on some people. I guess it has that code. So smell is your friend and smell is one of the best tools you can use to calm your nervous system and calm down your anxiety. And it works instantly. I don't know if you're like me, smell of a chocolate chip cookie cut fresh out of the oven. There goes a diet. That's how strong smell can be. So this week, I want you to think about where does sense of smell enter your world? How much does smell trigger you? When you walk into work, does it smell a certain way? When you walk into places, does it make you feel a certain way? And if you notice that sense, scent isn't a part of your world, start making it a part of your world. You've got a superpower there that is completely untapped. So use it. And um, I hope this podcast helped you today. There's much, much more to come about all your different senses. I hope you have a very sweet smelling and relaxing week. And thank you so much for tuning in.